Before we get started, wanted to let you know about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And who doesn't like to make money? It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And the best part is it's all free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And welcome, party people. Uh, my name is Desmond Upshaw. Welcome to the All Go Podcast. Uh, this is the first episode. Uh, I am a gentleman, former athlete, long time ago, uh, but uh, played Division Three football. Was pretty fortunate to do that, um, but love sports. Absolutely love them. Uh, love talking sports. Actually do a podcast with a friend called the Dre and Dez podcast and wanted to kick one off for myself. Uh, so that's uh, pretty much it. All the intro I wanted to get into. Um, follow me on Twitter at all go podcast number one. Uh, I'm on there quite often, so I'll probably respond to you, tweet to you, retweet you, all that good stuff. Um, first episode today is December 22nd. We are just a couple days removed from the college football playoff being announced. We have number one, Alabama playing uh, Notre Dame, number four seed. Uh, Alabama is 11-0. Notre Dame is 10-1. And, uh, and just really wanted to get into a just quick preview of that game. Um, to, to kick it off with Notre Dame. Uh, they are the underdog. I believe the last I saw was about an 18 to 20 point underdog. Um, so they've got some 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 work to do. Um, you know, first and foremost, definitely want to shout out uh, two of my good friends and, and actually former teammates, Pat Reagan and Joey Beeler. Uh, those guys are huge Notre Dame fans. Um, and, and myself and Pat were were texting uh, back in 2013 when Notre Dame and Alabama squared off in the BCS National Championship. Uh, I am a, an Alabama fan, and obviously Pat's a, a Notre Dame fan. So um, we actually had a, a, a text exchange not too long ago, and he wasn't feeling very confident about his uh, about the, the, the Golden Domers. But I think Notre Dame's got a, got a shot in this, in this, this game. I know a lot of people are saying that you know they they just think Notre Dame is or uh, excuse me Alabama is a team that just can't be beat. I don't believe that. This is college football. Anything can happen. Uh, we've seen crazier things than this happen. Um, but for Notre Dame, I think a big focus for them has got to be Kyron Williams. Uh, they have to run the ball. I think they have to they have to be as effective in the run game that as they were in the first go round against Clemson. I think if they can focus on that, I think they put themselves in a good spot to just be competitive in the game because all when you're a, a big underdog like this, all you can can ask for and hope for is to get essentially your big bats, you know, to the plate, which Kyron Williams is that and in the fourth quarter that you have a just a puncher's chance and I think if they focus on the, the the run game that they can do that 
Ian Book has developed into the type of quarterback who he can beat you. Now, I think when you're going against a team that's as talented offensively as Alabama, it's you need to keep them off the field as much as you need to be effective. So I think he, Ian Book has got to focus on it's not always the the big plays as much as it's completing passes to your guys. Like that's got to be the focus is continue to move the chains, uh, continue to get you know first downs, continue to complete passes because the last thing you want to do is get behind the chains. Um, because recently in the last probably five or six games, the last half of the season, Alabama's found a pass rush. And that's that's what you want to avoid is those third and nine, third and ten, third and twelve situations where uh, guys like Will Anderson can just kind of pin their ears back and, and come after you. And you have defensive backs on the back end of Malachi Moore, Pat Sertain, uh, Pat Sertain Jr., excuse me, and um, Josh Job to to you know pick you off. That was one of the the issues that Georgia had in the uh, matchup. It was either week four or five uh, when Georgia played Alabama. Was they Georgia got themselves into long yardage third downs, and they they were not successful and ended up turning the ball over, and and that was part of their issue uh, when they played Alabama. So for Notre Dame. Got of it, you have to establish the run because what that does is that opens up your play action game, that opens up your pass game, and, and gives Ian Book um, just gives him him more space to operate. It gives him more options. Uh, guys will be more open because uh, the what we know about Alabama's defense is it's not the the Alabama defense that Notre Dame played in 2013. It's not the impenetrable wall that that it used to be. And I, a lot of that has to do with just the evolution of college football and, and offense. Uh, it's now a fast-paced, wide-open, spread offense game, and you're just not going to shut people out. Like that's that's such a rare occurrence in today's game, especially when you talk about the upper echelon, the elite teams. It's just it's just it's almost impossible. So you you can't really expect to come out and pitch a shutout. <clears throat> it's going to be something where you've just got to you you've got to limit the the offense as much as you can. But for for Notre Dame, they've got to focus on on that ball control, control the clock, uh, take your shots when you get them. But it's got to be off of play action, run the ball well. That's that's going to be what you you're going to do if you're if you want to be successful if you want to win this game. Um, quite a few uh, awards came out for the SEC, and, and Alabama was littered with uh, w- with award winners. Um, and, and specifically, I want to talk about Patrick Tain Jr., who is the cornerback for Alabama. Um, incredibly talented. Uh, I've seen mock drafts where he is a top five player. Uh, probably will be top fifteen. Uh, you could probably lock him in at top fifteen. Um, he is a, a great defensive back in coverage, but what he's got to work on, and I've been crucial of him all year, is of one thing he needs to focus on is when the ball is in the air, doing a better job of playing the ball when it's in the air. For Alabama, the the way that you're going to hit their defense and be successful against them is on the outside taking shots deep. 
Like you've you've got to go after him. You can't be passive in that regard because that's going to be essentially the only thing that you're potentially going to get against them is going to be on the edges outside the numbers taking taking shots of of those 50 50 balls and if you got a guy who can go get them who can play the ball and attack the ball and go get it then you're you you've got a shot you can get some chunk plays but if you don't have that guy you're gonna be you're gonna be in some trouble so that's gonna be for for Notre Dame that's gonna be their focus for Alabama I think that's one guy who I think could improve a bit on just the the type of player he is now. Obviously, he won SEC Defensive Player of the Year, so it's not as if he's a slouch. But he had a couple times in the in the Florida game where he did not play the ball all that well. And I I just think a guy who's as big as he is, as physical as he is, that he can definitely do that better. Um, Alabama offensively, I I think it's just just do your thing. Just do just the essentially the machine is rolling. Uh, they scored, I want to say, 52, 53 points against Florida. Uh, they scored, I want to say, another 45, 50 against Arkansas. I mean, they're they're averaging 50 points a game, it, literally in every single game. So for their offense, it's it's really, as long as they don't turn it over, they just have enough offensively to, to just move up and down the field on you. Um, Najee Harris has been just a man amongst boys. He had, I think, 31 carries for 150, 160 yards, uh, another five or six catches, and five touchdowns in the SEC championship. Uh, he's he's just the the guy is incredibly talented, and he's got a quarterback who can get him the ball. Um, he's got a, an offensive coordinator who is not afraid to to just hammer the ball, pound the ball down the defense's throat. And Najee's got the physicality. He's got the physique. He's got the skill. Uh, he's got the vision that he can he can beat you just on the ground. Even if Alabama's not you know throwing it all over the yard, if they're just focused on running the ball, they could still beat you. They're they're that talented. Um, so for Alabama, it's just going the main thing is just gonna be turnovers. Don't turn it over. I think they have um, the Heisman Trophy winner, who I think should win the Heisman Trophy, and Devontae Smith. Um, it, it really doesn't matter what the defense tries to do because they, number one, he's talented enough, his quarterback is talented enough, and his offensive coordinator is doing a, a phenomenal job of, of setting him up for success as well as uh, other guys on their team as well, but setting him up for success to where he can make plays and making sure he has an impact in the game. So for Alabama, it's, it's, it's going to come down to just Mac Jones, don't turn it over. That's that's really, I think, going to be the key because I think Notre Dame's going to have a very difficult time trying to score 45 to 50 points on, on Alabama's defense. I know it sounds crazy because Florida just scored 46 on them, but Notre Dame doesn't have uh, Kyle Trask at quarterback. Ian Book's pretty darn good, but he's not Kyle Trask. They also don't have Kyle Pitts on that team and they don't have uh Cadavious Tony. So they I mean those are you know the the set the quarterback aside cuz you could argue that Ian Book has has been playing as well uh as Trask lately. I mean, eh, you probably could say that. But I I, I don't think there's a, a talent-wise there's a huge difference of 
Ian Book to Kyle Trask. But when you talk about Pitts and Tony, those guys, that's NFL talent. And to to think that Notre Dame is just going to roll a couple guys out that are that talented, um, I I just don't see it. Um, so we will see what happens um, with that game. It'll be exciting to watch. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people breaking that game down from now until right before kickoff. Um, but excited to see what happens with uh, that number one and number four matchup. Uh, my prediction is going to be I think Alabama wins it. Uh, I, I just think it'll get to a point where it just becomes just a, 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 a horse race, and, and I don't think Notre Dame has the horses to to keep up with Alabama. So uh, that is my prediction. And uh, that is about it. So that's the first episode of uh, the Algo Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe. Uh, and once again, I'm on Twitter. Follow me at Algo Podcast One. Would love to interact. If you have any questions, we can go from there.